So I want to set the stage in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Starting in verse 7 says, The beginning of wisdom is this. You ready for it? It's really profound. Get wisdom. Everybody look at your neighbor and say, This is so profound. Get ready. Say, Get wisdom. Oh, y'all are too quiet today. Y'all didn't get enough coffee, but let's try it again. Bump your ear and say, get wisdom. Get wisdom. This is King Solomon coming out of Proverbs. One of the wisest men that ever touched the earth. In fact, God said, hey, Solomon, I'm going to give you anything you want. Anything you desire. And Solomon's one prayer was this. God, give me wisdom. Just give me wisdom. Because if I have wisdom, I can do anything. And so Solomon was blessed with this wisdom and actually had kings and queens from around the world come to him to gain his insight, to gain his wisdom. And guess what? He actually wrote a book called Proverbs. And we're going to be checking it out because there's a lot of different spaces where you can gain insight and wisdom. How we know the word of God is the most powerful agent of wisdom you can gain on the earth. Amen. Somebody help me. Amen. That's right. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7, the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom. Though it costs you all you have, get understanding. And then verse 10, we drop down, it says, listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. I instruct you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it, for it is your life. Oh, can I tell you how excited I am for this series? Listen, my kids are into Pokemon. I don't know if y'all are into Pokemon, if it's a thing anymore, but my kids just got into it, so they are all about it. You can send me an email later about how Pokemon is whatever, but hey, we're into it, okay? We're into it to win it. We're into catch them all, okay? So they're into Pokemon, and we just started this thing with them where if they read books during the summer, um, you know, they get a dollar a book. So the first week, my kids are reading 23 books each. I mean, they're going nuts. And at the end of that week, I told Ashley, I said, we're going to have to camp this thing because we can't afford them to learn as much as they are right now. <laughs> and so we capped it. So now they're making up to $10 a week. So they're excited. They're ecstatic. They were reading every book in their library. Now we're going to the library to gain more insight because they just want these books. And they... Yeah, it's amazing. So they're getting their money. And you know what they want with their money? Pokemon cards. I mean, they want to catch them all. They want all the Pokemon because every Pokemon has a different power, a different thing that they can win battles and all this stuff. I don't know, it's a whole thing. But they want to catch them all. What if we had that same fervency with the insight and wisdom of God? We say, you know what? No matter what it costs us, the psalmist said this, if it costs you everything, get it. You need wisdom. You need insight. Because if you don't have it, you might live in the same sequence of events, the same cycle over and over and over again. But we've got to get a hunger for the wisdom of God. We've got to get a hunger for His precepts, what He set out. Because God has laid it out a path for us to walk, instruction for us to follow, so that our life will be the fullest. It will be the, the most that we can get out of this life on earth and then what we are putting forward to when we get to heaven. Yeah. Are you ready for that? So get wisdom. Get wisdom above all else. 
Um, and, and the beautiful thing about wisdom is every nugget of insight and wisdom gives you a new power to face another battle. Y'all didn't hear me, but let me just tell you again. Every nugget of wisdom that we gain from the Word of God, every insight we have about life, everything we hear from His voice into our life gives us a new power and authority to rock a new season and conquer a new battle in our lives. How many want to win some battles? Come on, somebody. How many want to be victorious in this season? We've named the season More Than Conquerors. And we did that very strategically because God said this wasn't going to be a season of just even victory, but it's going to be a season of above and beyond excess victory. How many know that when you're set free, you are set free to set others free, right? Because you found the way to freedom. And so we are gaining insight, gaining wisdom. Verse 12 uh, I want to just look at it. it. says, when you walk, your steps will not be hampered. Can we just talk straight for a second? I want to just say, there might be some of us in this room, and I've been there, I've been, I've been guilty of this, where we walk around the same cycle, and we get back to the same, the sequence of events, and we find ourselves in the same space. And we say, no, this year's going to be different. I'm making a New Year's resolution. I'm going to lose this much weight, read this many books, start this many businesses, I want to live my life this way. And so we do it. We're like, all right, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. But we don't get the right insight or wisdom. So we find ourselves back in the same space next year, making the same resolutions, making the same declarations over our life. Instead of gaining the insight to take it to the next level where our steps aren't hampered, where they're not stumbling. We're not stumbling, but we're on the straight path. Let's go. Let's go. And then verse 13. He closes it up by saying, hold on to instruction. Or do not let it go. Guard it well. And can I challenge you in this season? Be a good steward of what God has given you. Okay? Look at what you've got around you and take good stewardship of it. Man, every insight you get, write it down. You know? I tell my team, when you walk into a space... You be the one with the notepad out, ready to learn. Why? We can learn from everybody. Whether it's good or bad, you can learn. You can not make the same mistakes as others around you. Learn. Write it down. When you come to church, hey, get out your notepad. Get ready to write down things that, that God is speaking to you. Because it might not even be what I say. It might be God inspiring something in you and awakening something in you. Hey, don't, don't be flippant with it. But write it down. Let God use it to build you to the next level. How many want to go to the next level? Woo! Let's go. All right. So here we go. We're going to jump in to this series. And I'm so excited about it. Uh, Psalm 119.45 says, I will walk about in freedom. I will walk about in freedom for I have sought out your precepts. This series is going to give you some freedom in your life. There have been some things that you've been struggling with. I don't know what they are because we're all in different seasons. We're all in different battles. We all got different things we're facing. You got different things than I am. I'd have. But can I tell you that the word of God speaks directly to the individual. It speaks to you. It speaks to exactly where you are. And so I'm excited for what God is going to do in us to set us free. Because once we're free, once we're not facing the same cycles of going around and coming back and saying... Gonna do this better next year. And we do the same thing. Once we're out of that, once we're set free, 
He says, I've been set free because I'm, I'm getting your insight. I'm getting your precepts. I'm getting them down in. I'm holding on to your instruction. Writing it down. Going at it. So you ready for this? So let me just tell you this. Here's the first thing today. What you seek, you will find. What you seek, you will find. How many know those people that just are looking for a bad day? Don't look. Don't make eye contact right now. But you know those people that are just looking for a bad day? They're looking for an excuse of why they're in a bad mood, right? They're looking for a, a, a reason why life is terrible. And it's their fault or this thing or this situation or this issue. And they got things going on their life. Can I just tell you, you will find what you seek. If you seek it, you will find it. So let me give you some little encouragement. You want a better life? Seek it. You want more insight? Seek it. It's there to be found. And God said, I have so much for you. The beautiful thing is God has laid it all out for us. Isn't that gorgeous? We don't have to go off into the hill countries and get this you know, magical moment where the clouds come on the mountains and we get this magical insight from God. God has already laid it out in his word. He spoke over thousands of years, different people coming together to write one book so that we could read it and gain insight for how to live life properly. Isn't that amazing? And it sets us free. So you find what you seek. All right, let's go. Week number one, God's plan. God's plan. God's plan, right? Now, Drake describes himself as God. Right? So that's how he talks about himself in his song. So this song is actually about his plans. So let's talk about your plans for a sec, okay? You got plans for your life. You got things you got in, in the, the thoughts and patterns of where you want to head, the different pathways you want to take. You got plans. But the thing about your plans is, how can I say this right? Things get in the way. Have you ever realized that? The things get in the way of your plans? How many got people getting in the way of your plans? How many got situations getting in the way of your plans? Am I the only one? I got a lot of things getting in the way of my plans. Because I got some plans. I got some plans. And it says there's a lot of people, bad things they wish and they wish and they wish and on me, right? How many know that is so important? And this is what I want to talk about today. It is so important with who you surround yourself with. Who you surround yourself with. So let's go nugget number one. You ready to write this down? Nugget number one is this. Friends frame your future. Friends frame your future. I want to look at Proverbs chapter 13 verse 20. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 says, walk with the wise and become wise, but for a companion of fools, suffer harm. Walk with the wise and become wise. Can I tell you, it is so crucial with who you surround yourself with. Because if you look around and see who the people are that are pouring into your life, the people who are influencing your dreams and the way that you talk, and the way they are absolutely influencing your future. In fact, I would be as bold to say, if I could get into your life for a week and find out who you listen to, 
Find out who the people are that speak into you. I can tell you exactly where you'll be in 10 years. I can tell you exactly where you're gonna be. Because friends frame the future. The inner circle of yourself is so crucial because who you surround yourself with is where you're headed. So you gotta get a good circle around you. That's why we push all the time, man. Get a life-giving circle, because it matters. It matters. If you look around and you have people around you that are complaining about life and excusing away why, and that's why I'm so crucial, and I love today that uh, some of my favorite people on the face of the planet are here today, because when we, me and Ashley first had kids, we started looking around for people that we wanted um, to be like in parenting. And so we look, we scout the world because we, we understood something that you gotta get people who um, you wanna be like around, right? And you have to, you have to um, get them in your life because friends frame your future. So I wanna be like who I see. So here are the two questions you need to ask yourself. You ready? There's the two questions you need to ask yourself while looking for your inner circle. Number one, this is so important, right? Where do I want to be? Super big question. Not a lot of people ask themselves it. And that's why a lot of people just stay in the same cycle because they really don't know what they want. What is your plan? What do you want? Have you ever took time to just sit down with God and say, God, what is the plan for my life? Not how much money do I want to make? Not how successful do I want to be? But God, what is your plan for my life? Where do I want to be? And when we first had kids, me and Ashley sat down and said, we need to surround ourselves with good people that are raising their kids how we want our kids to end up. We need to get around those people. And so we found this couple, Mark and Jan Poor, they're in our church, and we saw their kids and we said, we want that. Like their girls were like powerhouses, they were living for God, they were these leaders and everything they did, and we're like, okay, however they did it, we want it. So what did we do? We took them out to dinner. Do you remember this? We took you out to dinner and said, we're gonna buy your dinner. We just have some questions we need to put out there, right? How'd you get that? How'd you end up with those? Because we need to do whatever you did to gain what you got. And so I remember all the conversations, and they're like, no, anything you need. We're like, really, anything? Because we're gonna call you a lot. You're gonna be on speed dial, right? He was like, hey, what do we do now? And so we, all the time, we were just investing it because we wanted what they had. So the second question is, who is where you want to be? Who is where you want to be? Number one, where do you want to be? Because you need to define that. And let me tell you, the best way to do that is to get before God and listen to Him. He has the greatest plan for your life. He's actually designed you. I don't know if you've heard. God designed you. He knit you together in the womb. And he knows everything about you. And he has the calling on your life. He knows exactly where you're supposed to be. And so if you tune into his voice, he's going to define for you exactly where you need to place yourself. And then you got to find those people. Who is where you want to be? Who's where you want to be? And get those people around you. If you want to be this incredible leader, find an incredible leader to be in your life. If you want to be this spiritual giant, find some people who have an amazing prayer life. Find some people who are solid in their walk with God. Find some people who are living out their call. For far too long, we are just hoping this just comes on us. We want to be this amazing person in God, but we don't surround ourselves with the right people. Friends, frame the future. I need two people to run up here real quick. AJ and Dave, would you help me? Come on up. Come on up. Give it up for these guys. These guys are amazing. Come on, help me out. 
Come on, run it. They can play basketball. Come on. Run, run, run. Jump, jump, jump. Run, run, run. Jump, jump, jump. Good job. You guys are amazing. I love these guys so much. How you doing? Thanks for letting me pick on you. Appreciate it. You guys look so swag, too. Good job. Okay. Okay, guys. So, here's what I'm going to do. So, you're going to represent all the people where I want to be. I need you to stand right over here, okay? And you're going to represent all the people I don't want to be like, okay? So, I'm going to... So I'm going to confirm that. I really do love you. But here's the problem. A lot of us, we don't think about where our future needs to be or who's surrounding us. So a lot of times we settle for living here. We're just hanging out. What's up, man? Now, this isn't the future we want, but we surround ourselves with this. All the time. Really. How's your life? Thank you. <laughs> Mine too. My life's bad. I got a lot of things going on. Do you have enough time? Me neither, man. I don't have enough time. There's not enough time to do. And how, how are all those people doing that? I mean, look at that success. Look at that. Look what he's doing. How do you do that? I don't know either. I don't know either. This is what we do. Friends frame our future. So as long as we hang out and, let, and surround ourselves with the future we don't want, we're going to end up in the future we don't want. It's not profound, it's just, it's just a little insight, right? It's just a fact. But if we'll get ourselves around people that are succeeding and where we want to be, once we find out that's the future I want, that's what I want to do with my life, that's how I want to live, that's how I want to father, that's how I want to live my life and my job, how I, how I handle leadership, that's where I want to be. Then I surround myself and I'm like, hey, how'd you do this? How'd you do this? In fact, we might even start here. Just say, hey, I'd love to take you out for coffee. Can we have coffee or something? Is that okay? Okay, cool, let's have coffee. So hey, tell me, how do you do this? And then as soon as you find out how they do it, you take steps towards where they are until you're finally gathered around those that you want to be like, okay? So find out, number one, where do you want to be? Number two, who is where you want to be? Thank you guys. Can you give these guys amazing round of applause? You guys are amazing. I love you so much. All right, wisdom nugget number two. Are you ready? Wisdom nugget number two. Volume of voices can be controlled. Volume of voices can be controlled. Let me just kill a lie that's been in our culture for so long. Okay? Here's one of the biggest lies. You can't help it. It's just the way it is. Let me kill that. You can control the voices that influence your future. You can control what is allowed into your heart space. And can I tell you, it's so crucial that you choose wisely what voices are speaking into you. It is so wisdom-filled to know that the people who are wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing, they're not the ones you need to be turning up the volume. In fact, I was on an airplane 
and I remember flying, and I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, but I was trying to get some sleep because airplanes are the best for sleeping. Or I'm either sleeping or I'm looking out the window gaining that inspiration, because it's amazing. Or I'm looking for someone to talk to, because sometimes God gives you those little opportunities to share my faith, because we got like two hours here. So I'm like, hey, you ain't going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. And Jesus sent us here, so this is cool, you know? But this flight in particular, there's a kid right behind me that was screaming his head off. I mean, a demon had come on him, and I was about to cast it out in the name of Jesus. And he was kicking my chair and screaming. I was like, oh, good Lord. Help me, Jesus, right? It's one of those moments I was like, all right, we got to fix this. So I went out and I got myself some noise-canceling Beats headphones. Are you familiar? Have you been set free? Can I tell you, it was amazing. My next flight, I stuck those things on, turned the power button on, and all the noise went away. I filtered out everything I didn't want. And I only allowed in what I wanted, what I desired. Why? Because I want the right voices speaking into me. Because I understand something. If the right voices will speak into me, I will be able to become who I need to be in Jesus. This comes out of Proverbs chapter 12, verse 26. This is the Passion Translation. Verse 26 says, Lovers of God give good advice to their friends, but the counsel of the wicked will lead them astray will lead them away, will lead them off the path of where you need to be. I tell you, it's so important who you listen to. So important who you listen to. And if you need some help, maybe you just get started on this journey with Jesus, can I help you? And let the first priority of the voices you listen to, number one, is God's. And I know that sounds so church ease, right? That's just like, duh. Like, always, the answer is always Jesus or God or his voice. But I, I can't stress this enough. I can't stress this enough. If you will put God first and set the foundation of your, of your life on him, everything else will work properly. That doesn't mean you want storms. Lord knows. Storms come. Life happens. But the beautiful thing about it is when God's voice is the voice you're listening to, you're on a rock-solid foundation that the storms of life may come, but you're secure. He talked about it like this, like a house built on a rock versus a house built on sand. When the winds and storm come in, the house on sand don't last very long. When you're listening to the flippant voices of the earth, when you listen to everyone around you just mess and chaos and all that stuff, and we allow this stuff in so much, they're inundated by issues, we're inundated by problems. But if we'll ground ourselves on the word of God, on listening to his voice, then our foundation will keep us through any storm that comes our way. It matters. And not every noise is beneficial. You might like noise. You might like to turn up the TV and have it in the background. But not every noise is beneficial. And not every noise is getting you to the place where you want to be. So you have to be very, very, very intentional. Gain a filter. We're about to get a Brita filter, and I am so pumped for this thing because I don't know about you, but I have experienced that Philadelphia does not always get the cleanest water to put in your body. And so we got this Brita filter, and it's coming in Amazon because Amazon is another gift of the Spirit that is coming to this world. And so in two days, we are getting this Brita filter that's going to filter out everything we do not want. You need a filter. There are some times, and I don't want to step on any toes, I might be really bold with this, but there are some times 
you might need to turn off the Instagram app. Don't shoot me. And guess what? You will be able to make it. I promise. There are some things that we need to turn off. There are some people that we need to shut out. And not in the way of shunning, but voices that we listen to influence us. Can you tell you there's a difference? Because Jesus, when he came, he was all about hanging out with the dark and the light, or the darkness and the, the sinners and people that weren't like him. They didn't talk like him. They didn't act like him. Why? Because light always overtakes darkness. But can I encourage you that if, you're, if your life is not grounded in the word of God, every darkness will invade your light. And it will overtake your light. And you will become like what you're around. But when you ground yourself in the voice of God, when you ground yourself in the word of God, and you're steadfast, you're learning scriptures, you're memorizing the word of God, you get it down in your heart. David said, I memorize your scriptures so that I don't sin against you. Now this is David, man after God's own heart, and still he was memorizing scripture. Still he was quoting it all the time, writing it on his arm with a sharpie. I don't know what he was doing, but he was doing something to memorize the word of God. Because he said, man, if I get this in my heart, I will be able to stay the path, keep on going where God has called me to go. And let me encourage you, if you want to take you to the next level, like this series and this season of your life, you know, hashtag, you know, higher levels. If you want to do that, I encourage you to take some time to go through the Proverbs. Gain the voice in your life that will speak wisdom over your decisions, over things you're trying to accomplish and do and become. It's one of the most profound things. All right, you ready for wisdom nugget number three? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are way too quiet. I've been out of the pulpit for way too long. We gotta get some like voices going in here. Are you ready? Are you ready? Wisdom nugget number three. Here we go. Grounded advice produces growth results. Grounded advice produces growth results. If it's grounded advice, it will produce the results you're looking for. On the other side of this, flippant advice gives frivolous results. If you're just listening to anything and just allowing everything in, it will gain you the most spontaneous, random results. That's why sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't understand. I did this last time. It was just a flip it. Just whatever everybody's saying. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Everybody, what do you think? In the crowd to, to speak into your life when you have to look and say, all right, where do I want to be? Who's where I want to be? And that's the advice of that that I need to take, to listen. Because grounded advice gains growth results. So we have to get the right wisdom. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 20 says, take good counsel and accept correction. That's the way to live wisely and well. In fact, in Proverbs chapter 27, verse 6, it says, wounds from a friend can be trusted. Wounds from a friend can be trusted. You need some people in your life. If you don't already have them, and maybe you need to gain even more. You need some people in your life that will ask you the hard questions. The questions that actually care about you. Not, how is your week? How are you? Good. Good. That's service. You need some people in your life that will be like, hey, 
When's the last time you had God time? How are you doing with memorizing scripture? Hey, when's the last time you took your wife out on a date? And these are some questions that you'd slap a normal person for asking. But you need some good inner circle, some good voices, some grounded advice coming to your life saying, hey, how are you doing? How are you doing emotionally? How are you doing developing yourself as a God-given leader? How are you doing? Where are you at? Are you just floating through life? Or are you doing things intentionally to build yourself up? You gotta have those voices, that grounded advice. Because if you have grounded advice, you're gonna grow. But if you have flippant advice, it's gonna be so random. So you gotta gain mentors. Gotta gain mentors. Because counsel fools is gonna give you harm. It's gonna lead you astray. You're gonna end up in a place where you're gonna be like, what the jazz, where am I? But wounds from a friend can be trusted. Those that pull you aside say, hey, listen, man, I heard the way you were talking to your wife, I heard the way you were talking to your kids. Ah, that, that, that insight you gave into that conversation, that was a little weird, very cloudy. You know, there are people in my life that call me up and will say, hey, Lige, how are you doing with this? How are you doing in your word? How are you doing? Are you not just getting in your word to study, but are you getting in your word to be a Christian, to follow Jesus, to know him more? How are you doing with taking your wife out on a date? There's people in my life that I've set myself up because I don't want to be in a place where I, I'm like, how do I? Where do I? What do I do? I want to be in a place where people are calling me to a level that God has designed. Because can I tell you, God has such a purpose for your life. He has such an amazing calling on you. And if you don't surround yourself and do it intentional, you might just miss the calling of God on your life. You might miss the level that God is calling you to. And that's why this series is so important to me. Because if we'll gain insight, if we'll gain wisdom, we'll be able to level up. We'll be able to step up to the life that God has called us to. Now, back in the day, I don't know if there might be some in this room that you don't know, but there is the most magical basketball player ever known in mankind. And his name is Michael Jordan. Moment of silence for the king. Air Jordan was my man. And I am definitely passing on the wisdom and insight to my son to let him know who the greatest basketball player ever known was, right? And so now he, want, he wants to be like MJ. He's learning all MJ's moves, so we're watching all of his old stuff. And just, he was the man, one of the greatest players that's ever touched the court. And when Phil Jackson, his coach, was coaching him, they were just this magic, magic duo. I mean, they had years of championships and just all the stuff that they accomplished together. But when Phil Jackson stepped down, it wasn't but shortly after that Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player ever, ended early. He stepped down. And when they were interviewed, they asked him, MJ, what's going on? You're in your prime. Like, you're living your best days. This is your best life. And he said, this statement, he said, I'll never play for another coach other than Phil Jackson. Why? Because it matters what voice you listen to. It matters. You're one of the greatest basketball players ever. None of man understood this. That if you don't have a good coach that's coaching you to the right location, to the right level, to push you to do things that you might not do on your own, because friends frame your future. And you've got to 
control the volume of the voices around you. Say, you know what? And this was a big one for me. I was a big like social media and I just love all that insight and all the things that are on there and connecting with people. But there was a time where God just really convicted me to turn down the volume. Every once in a while, just shut it off. Why? Because it was influencing me. I realized that my, my, my insight, the way that I was handling my calling, now was through the filter of someone else's life. And I was like, I was like comparing myself with these other leaders and these other pastors and these other people that were business owners and creative leaders. And I'm like, wow, I, I fall into this trap of just comparing instead of being a carbon copy of my father, of being what he's called me to be. So let me encourage you, control the volume. Control the volume. Have the right voices speak into your life. Um, because whoever gives you counsel is so important. In fact, Moses even said this, he said, he said, God, if your presence does not go with us, please do not send us out from here. And may we be a people that says, God, you know, as a dad, as a father, God, please don't let me live out if it's not according to what you have for my life. Let me love my kids the way you want me to love them. Let me love my wife the way you want me to love her. Let me handle my clients in the way that you want me to handle them. Can I tell you that God has given us so many opportunities, even in business, to really reflect who he is and to bring his presence into situations. If we're not careful, we can treat things so segmented. The Bible says, Solomon says, gain wisdom, get insight. Because if you do, you'll land in the perfect spot where God wants you to be.